episode number 77 of the Tartan Running Shorts podcast, hosted by Tom Bryan and myself, Kyle Gregg. So, Tom, busted by the dam, eh? Yeah, disa- mate, disaster. Absolute disaster. Um, now, it's pretty raw. I, I don't, I, you know, this is a bit of an awkward, an awkward one. Uh, I don't know how to, how to tiptoe around this without well, saying... So what, what, what happened? So listeners who 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 have uh, not been aware of what's happened, I DNF the Amsterdam Martin only yesterday, and yeah, my my knee was just, my knee just gave up. So I I went out. I'll come to the pace in a minute, but by my knee was so my knee was niggling all week, and I was hoping it was maybe maranoia. Long term listeners will remember I had a knee issue at the start of the year. So it's that knee again. I was like, oh, okay, maybe it's just a bit niggly. If I can get to start, then I'll be fine. Cut a few runs short, did a lot of stretches. And it felt, by Saturday, it felt like it was much, much better. And then start the race um, by about 5K, I was aware that there was like a sensation in the knee. And then by 10K, I could definitely feel something. 15K, it was actually sore. And it got like exponential from there. So it was like, every, it was just getting worse and worse. By it's like 20K, it was just killing me but I was thinking I need to just run on I can run through if I can keep running I'm on because that's thing I was on pace I thought just keep running you should never drop out of race if you're on for PB and I was all I was flying felt really good absolutely smoking it but by 25k like, I just couldn't I was like one limping I just couldn't I couldn't put any weight through it and I sort of the final nail in the coffin was when I sort of land on it and just this you know when like imagine you, you know when you step on a step on like a, a nail or in a stone or something, it's like, ah, like just ah. totally stopped me in my tracks and I pulled up and yeah, I couldn't, and actually I ran, I probably ran for about 20 minutes in real, real pain in hindsight and I remember thinking, oh, I can get through it, it'll be worth it and actually it's probably a bit stupid to do that because today, you know, I can, I'm struggling to walk on it, it's, um, so yeah, in all honesty, just an absolute disaster. And actually, I was mulling it over on the flight today. I was wondering, I was like, oh, do you know what? I really don't want to go on a podcast and talk about this. And I was really like, do you know what? I put it all out there, all, you know, which is part of the thing we do as a podcast. We talk about what we're looking to do. I haven't done it. And I was like, oh, it's maybe not worth chatting about. But to be honest, I, I kind of, I'm sure a lot of listeners will, will um, relate to it that I'm just, I'm just super pissed off. I'm just pissed off with it all. I'm pissed off it's happened. I'm pissed off with myself for maybe not seeing the warning signs early enough and looking at training, uh, sorry, maintaining and training and conditioning. I'm pissed off. Like, things that are going through my head, it's things like, this is so unfair. Now, I know it's just running, but, you know, we look at, I know a load of other listeners who've been injured and they'll all, they'll all relate to this self-indulgence, but, yeah, just like, I was saying to Cal before we came on here, like, Sunday night, I'm just thinking, this is a complete waste of time. Like, this is a waste <laughs> of time. And I know that for all that, there is a lot of good. And, you know, another thing Kyle was saying, a lot of people said, oh, you still got the training block under you, and I'm clearly in good shape, which is great. But that doesn't get away from the fact that a goal race has just been completely written off. And that really pisses me off. Yeah. It really I, does. I, I mean, <clears throat> a, lot of, a lot of listeners have probably been in your boat, and there's maybe many listeners who've been quite fortunate. But there's going to be a time, folks, where you're going to have this big goal and you're going to you're going to spend a lot of money, devote a lot of time, and yeah. it's just going to go tits up, unfortunately. And it's how you deal with that. And I I don't think um, I think we're all as a as a culture, running culture, we're all we're all well and we're all very good at uh, singing our successes, singing our praises, but we're not very good at talking about when it goes tits up. Are we really? I mean, no, no. Uh, I mean, like what? properly tits up, which which is which has yeah. happened to you. It's absolutely really. happened. Do you know? I had like so. I say from about twenty k. I remember going through halfway, and I remember being really annoyed because I was like, God, I'm. I said, but I was saying to the guys beforehand. I think I said on the show last week. I said I wanted to go through halfway in about seventy five twenty, and sure enough, I went through in seventy five thirteen. I mean, I oh. was I was absolutely controlling that so well. I was ready to move, ready to push on. And I ran from 20 to 25k in, in real pain. And I was like, this, I couldn't be- I was actually in disbelief. I was like, I cannot believe this has happened. Like, you know, last weekend, I did a, I smashed out a session, which may or well, may have been part of it, that 5k flying. And I'm just like, how has this happened? And, and again, this is, it's 
people who've not been injured will roll their eyes. And I look at, you know, Kyle, you've been injured. Lewis Miller, we talked about, is a listener friend of the show who got injured before Berlin. Sam Milton, good mate of ours, who's had three stress fractures. He yeah. pulled up in London. So a lot of people have been through it. And you kind of, but you go, that's what's going through your head. Like that for that 5K, I'm like, I was just thinking, I cannot believe. I kept thinking, oh, it's magically going to just disappear. I'm suddenly going to feel great. Sometimes well, that's yeah. it. Like, I mean, Debbie mentioned that we're chatting earlier, but you can do a race and you can feel this injury and you just go, you know what, if this, if I can get to the end and I can just withstand the pain and I can't walk for months afterwards, then I'm okay with that. But the yeah. fact that you've, you've... I was making those deals. <laughs> yeah. well, you know, I was saying, I was, so uh, Rico, Chris Richardson, he was out with us. He was doing the half. We'll come to that. And I was saying to him afterwards, last night, that I, so I watched Standard, I watched Creed 2, of course, on Saturday afternoon, yeah. and, you know, Creed goes through a, a, a Creed finishes his fight with broken ribs, and I was thinking that in the run, I was like, <laughs> I was like, okay, in front of him says it, I know it's just a film, but I was thinking, come on, Tom, if it's Creed a true story. Can, if, if Creed, yeah, true story, if Creed can finish with broken ribs, I can get through this with a sore knee, and I was trying to, I was just trying to focus myself, I tried, I tried speeding up, I pushed on, I was running 3.32s, like clockwork. I thought, I'll try and push on to like 3.25, see if a higher cadence helps. Nah. I backed <laughs> off to like 3.40, see if that would help. Nah. Oh, and, no. and just, uh, yeah, just an absolute, just disaster. Um, so again, I'm, I'm going to be quite, uh, I'm sort of still wallowing at the moment, which is maybe, less, it's, a, it's basically, this episode is going to be one enormous rant. Like, you know, you can, I'm getting off the flight today, right? And people are getting in my way, and I'm just furious. Like, you know, people are taking the time getting their bag out of the, the flight. I'm like, get out of my way. Move. I'm no, this is, I was in the it's worst It's like you had the great Aberdeen run. Oh, exactly. This was, uh, and I'm just, uh, I'm so, I'm very frustrated because after, you know, I really, was, I was there, you know? Listeners, it's, it's probably one of the first times that I've actually answered the show and Tom's just, just been down in, down in the dump site. It's I'm like, not quite a positive usually, guy usually. Usually it's like, hey guy, hey Kyle, how you doing? Not today, hi no. Kyle. And uh, but I, I completely, you know, it's. I keep thinking it was two days ago. It was only yesterday. So it's this is raw, folks. You know, this is, is a Monday night, uh, Sunday morning. He he, he ran or, or attempted to run, yeah. um, and now now we're talking about it. So it's but so what's um so how how's your leg now then? You're saying you can't walk. So it's well, it's sort of it's sort of put. Like wait through it, so to press it. I think it's it's sore to touch, and like changing direction is is really sore. Like I kind of keep getting occasional. I'll, I'll stand up or actually walk up the stairs is is really sore in the left leg. I th- I'm hoping it's it's just really inflamed. Um, if it's kind of what's happened before. So I'm going to see our our friend and super physio James Cruikshank this week, and we'll see what the plan is. And but that's the other thing now. I'm just like I've seen it on today. I can't believe I'm injured again. I can't. It's not like the race. I'm I'm furious about the the way the race went. But now I'm now what's settled with me today? I'm thinking, oh god, I'm you know last week I was talking about spiking up for the that short course. That's not going to yeah. happen. <laughs> like this is this is oh. that's just like the depressing part of it. And I know it's part of running, but I'm like, you know, I'm going to set up the effing turbo now. Do you know what I mean? Like these are the yeah. things I'm now thinking about. So. I, I'm still going to treat this week as a, a post-marathon week, and you know, I, <laughs> I did 16 miles at marathon pace essentially. So yeah, so listen, I pulled up at 16 miles. Um, I've got to say, what before I continue ranting and depress everyone, thank you so much. I had a lot of really nice messages from a lot of listeners yesterday. I do, I really, really appreciate it. It was nice to, it's nice to know that people are are actually interested in the in the journey. And okay, you know, I, I put it out there. 2:29 was the plan. Personally, I think I was in shape for it, but you can't you can't say that until 30 to 35k. So we'll never know. But I do really appreciate people who were who were very kind yesterday and a, a few messages on Saturday as well for the race. So thank you very much. You, uh, I'll be. I, they, they are they were not forgotten. So yeah, I'm just I'm just sorry that I wasn't able to deliver a, a, a TRS two two nine. You know that was the. Do you know what? Uh, I, there's so many. Of, I mean, you're right. The amount of people who were sending you good luck, I was getting messages saying, "How's Tommy getting on?" And I was like, "I don't know." Um, I actually didn't realise he was still running, and he, there he was. And and uh, you know, I'm just, um, I totally feel for you, man. You know, I'm I'm refreshing the the tracker during my run, wondering where the hell he is, thinking that he's done a Kyle and not put his track on correctly or something. But yeah. no, no, it's uh, 
that wasn't that wasn't the case at all, and I was I didn't know what was happening, and I was oh man, but, but you you might I must say you're so unlucky. I mean, that's like you're okay. You had a little bit of a you fell out a little bit, but think about how many runs that you've done and you've not had any pain. And it, it it comes to the day of the race, like. Oh man, that's so unlucky. But what's what's what, what's I say amazing? What's again? It's probably it's actually not that amazing. It's, it's just common sense. If it was a ten k, I would have been fine. I would probably would have got. I would have got through a half. It's obviously that like I was. That was about an hour and thirty five minutes of running, so and of which twenty minutes were pretty sore. So it was really is that sort of a marathon that really brought that out. And as I say, it was pretty sore the start of the week. I think it. Well, not sore, but I was definitely feeling it at the start of the week. I think the the taper must have. Um, must have helped, but it was, uh, yeah, it's grim. And do you know what's frustrating? I mean, again, these are all the things that piss me off is it was a perfect day. The conditions, uh. were, spot, the conditions were spot on. Um, like, to go on the pace and that, I was, I felt really good. I let this big group go early on, and I pulled, I caught them again when I started to step up at 10K. And yeah, just a, a really, a bit of a shitter. Um, anyway, but such as running, um, I'm hoping I will be more upbeat next week. I'm sure. I'm hoping that I can. And you know, what, actually, this is another. So this is the second time I've DNF'd at Amsterdam. The first time it was I went into it like actually with a bit of an injury. So I kind of started thinking I'm not going to build places, and yeah. we we booked up flights. This one I genuinely by the start line I thought I'm going 2:29 here. This is happening. Anyway, so last time I've been my Amsterdam T-shirt. This time I was going to do it, but I've got this T-shirt that obviously we got at the expo for you know as a, a race entrant. And I'm going to keep it, and that is going to be a constant reminder to do strength and conditioning exercises and do my <laughs> exercise. I mean, the thing is, I do exercises. I just maybe I'm not that. I was saying to Carl before we came on, I'm maybe just not routine enough. It needs to be part of my week as much as a a run is. So it's like instead, as well as having a seven day schedule, I need to then say, right, do you know what? Wednesday night, I'm doing strength and conditioning, and I plan my day around it because I'm or Wednesday morning for work, I have it in a calendar, because at the moment, I just do it as and when, I'm like, oh yeah, I should probably do some stretches tonight, I need to, it needs to be uh, routine, because I, you know, as you say, I was, I've had weeks and weeks of feeling good, training well, running well, yeah. and it can, it's, it can just, I guess, for me, and I guess for a lot of people are the same, it can just come out of nowhere, and here it has, particularly with a marathon, I think when you're doing big, I mean, that could have been a 24 mile long run, it might have happened on, so I need to be more, I've clearly got some biomechanical issues on that knee, which I need to be more on top of. So, do you know so, yeah. what? Well, you, you, talking about biomechanical issues, then, what? What's? Do you know why you're getting injury? Like, is the root cause? Is the root, or, or, or is is the solution to do strength and conditioning, or is it? Good question. Maybe not. I mean, I I think, I think with when I looked with James before, it looks like my glute is not firing. It's not strong enough. So it's like there maybe there's a the knee is taking more of a load because of that. Um, last time, my quads and IT band were all okay. There was nothing too tight in there. It was it was definitely glute. So I was doing the sort of monster walk exercises, and which I was doing all last week. Um, maybe that maybe I just caught too late, and I just couldn't get that glute sorted, and maybe some inflammation already. Um, the other thing that was interesting is I noticed that my right hamstring, so my left knee is sore. My right hamstring was really tight last week. To the extent today, like it's really like it's like really sore if I press the middle of the hamstring. I think it's like it feels like there's a ball in there, uh-huh. like a knot. And actually, I remember at Christmas last year when I got injured, I had a similar feeling in my hamstring. I just thought, ah, it's just a, a separate thing. But I'm, I think them two must be linked. Either when my knees sore, I overcompensate and run more with the right leg, and that gives you the hamstring issue. Or oh, yeah. I'm maybe. wondering if it well, maybe it's the other way around. I get this hamstring issue, and so I'm subconsciously working the left leg more. Possibly, we'll see. It'd be it'd be interesting to see how you run. Well, I know it's too late now, but uh, you know, like in the run up, what your technique's like and whether or not that's the case. And if yeah. you're getting pain in your left leg and in your right, is what 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 does that look like? And that might give you a, a better indication of maybe it isn't. Maybe yeah. there's tightness in your right, like there's tightness in another muscle, and your you're having to, you're really putting a lot of strain on your knee. It's it's so we're such a um, complex being, aren't we? You know, we are. All animals are. When you look at what you do and the muscles, the 
the the planes of motions that we we go through and it's very it's it's impressive but equally uh can be quite depressing as well when things like this happen yeah strength and conditioning so i'm well i'm i'm well up for helping doing a bit of that with you tom okay to keep you happy let's get a, a wee gym session in could be a little uh, a little evening date you know and then and then podcasting afterwards that and sounds like a good plan accountability it's all about the accountability of of doing all the the little bits and bobs that we we tend to forget about and i it just even dawned on me myself i was listening to a, i was listening to a podcast and there's a really good runner who um who does muscle activation exercises now i thought oh, that's a bit of a fancy way of saying it basically dynamic movements dynamic stretches before you yeah. do a run and it, it's any run it's just as simple as lunges squats just body weight nothing no, nothing heavy just just going through that movement and leg swings and and you know hip rotations all that sort of thing you know going over hurdles or you know imaginary um uh, heights and just stepping over things and like i was like, i don't do any of that so i was like right i need i'm gonna make a pledge even if it means if i'm going out for half an hour i'm only gonna do 25 minutes of running instead of half an hour and do like three minutes of three to five minutes of those exercises mm-hmm. And it'll mean that my mileage is a little bit lower, but I'll feel better. Um, yeah, so I've started okay. doing it, and I think it's it seems to be. I mean, it's I'm still stiff in the mornings and sore in the mornings and stuff, but yeah, I think it's it feels easier to run easy. Um, and it's not just for harder, faster stuff. It's also for the, the easy sessions and the easy runs I'm doing. And it's um, yeah, it, it just gives me a little bit of even if it doesn't really help. And I think it would. Um, it, it's definitely giving me that a little bit more. Uh, reassurance that I'm doing what I should do when mm-hmm. when when runners say that you, you need you should be doing your yoga you should be doing your your strength and conditioning you should be taking uh you know supplements you should be well hydrated not supplements as in like just some of the general like vitamin D and, and that's something I tend to take uh in the winter like so all these little things that we we, we might just forget about and but I'm not yeah. you know I think what I'm I mean that is maybe some of the things that we we have to do to because I think we we all think we go out for a run and that's it. You go out for a run, you're going to just improve, but you forget about doing all the maintenance. You forget about injury prevention. That's so important. But yeah. you could, but again, the same thing is it just takes one unfortunate event, or you could do all those things and still get injured. It's just. It's really, sometimes just the luck of the draw, isn't it? I know. For me, I think you're spot on. It's account, or and it was Debbie who said it. It's accountability. So, listeners, shout out to listeners in the Aberdeen area. If you're interested on, for me, I'm going to throw a couple of first pass thoughts out there. A Thursday morning before work, like a six thirty type time, or after work on a Thursday of meeting up at ASV for a TRS PT session. Let us know, because I need but, I need to have people I'm meeting and to be like, right, that's it. I need to. It's ha- you know what I mean? I need to be, I need that accountability. I'll tell you what, how's this sound, folks? So I'll, I'll give you all a, being a personal trainer, I'll run a, I'll run an ASV session in a Thursday, well, let's say Thursday morning. Sounds good. And uh, we'll, we'll all do it together. We group at ASV. Exactly. All you have to do, I'll give you, a, I'll give you a, 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 an enhanced uh, membership as well. A, a, a fairly uh, a good membership rate as well. How's that oh. sound? So if you're interested, email me at uh, Kyle at AberdeenSportsVillage.com. Excellent. Yeah, let's we'll do sort, that. The more we'll the better. The more the yeah. better. That would be superb to get that sort of yeah. group together. What a great way to start your Thursdays. Look at that, eh? Exactly. We've, we've, we're starting to build build the foundations again, folks. Exactly. And this is going to take me around to to uh, this will get me keep me fit for London. So. Anyway, so I'm not really sure what else to say about Amsterdam, to be honest. It was, I, I, I don't know. I'm not going to be, I won't be back. Like, I'm just, uh, I'm not really that, I'm not going to revisit that race again now. Um, I, I'm looking, I'm going to do a spring marathon for sure. I've got so much unfinished business. I sit the car before and I feel like, and I keep getting people roll their eyes because there's, I've done a lot, I've had a lot of good running, a lot of good running experiences this summer, but my first feel at the moment is, 2019 has been a write-off, honestly, and I know that sounds a really, you know, it's a very knee-jerk thing to say, but I'm thinking, my first thoughts are, Boston, I ran it just off the back of an injury, I, I sort of got myself into shape to get round, 
Uh, but I was always like, oh, not marathon. I didn't get a decent half because of the various timings. Obviously, I was in Berlin, couldn't run the Great Scottish. So I'm just sitting here thinking, 2019 has been an absolute write-off. And I know that is a very ridiculous thing to say. Because, and it's, you know, I was saying also to Kyle, you know, it's funny how, and again, runners will relate to this, you get really caught up in it. I mean, we, you know, I was really sad. We lost a family friend last week. It was really sad. We've got a good yeah. friend of the show who's, 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 who's dad's ill at the moment. And, you know, there, there is so much more to life than running. It puts it all into context. But yeah. that doesn't stop you feeling like, oh, I've invested so much time in this. And I think it is okay to be disappointed and to be pissed off. Um, and for sure it's in context. It really is. But I'm, you know, I, I feel like and I've got so many marathon demons still that I need to slay and I've got so much more to do that I will be doing a spring marathon. So the shout out to Lewis Miller has already dropped us a note. He was saying the Central Boys have got a sub 2.30 train lined up for Oh, uh, the yellow London. train. Like, so yeah. we will see them there. Oh, imagine that. We, the wee yellow train. Can I join the yellow train? I'm, I've am i got a yellow top and it's a little bit black. But... Now you can. You don't need the yellow train. You've got Rico, me, Cal Neff. I mean, that is a, exactly, yeah, a you metro can, train. Well, I was going to say you could join me, but I'm not sure I'll be the, the lead metro there. We've got there's, um, a, there's enough time for us all to get into good shape for that. Exactly. So. But you know what? Maybe this might be a bit too soon, but maybe it's meant to be, Tom. You know, like you might have got your two twenty nine, right? What would you have done if you got your two twenty nine? What would be your next aim? I don't know, two twenty eight. Two twenty five. Wow, <laughs> yeah. that's a big jump, mate. But you never know. Like, I mean, you you don't know how your knee is right now, and I hope I hope it's just a little bit acute. It's just acute. Um, it's acute rather than chronic. And uh, you you give it the love it, it deserves, and and you'll be back in no time, and and you get a good marathon blocking for for hopefully London if you're yeah. Are you, are you still think of London? Yeah, I still think London. It's it's an obvious it's the obvious one, isn't it? London. It's uh, it's the Scottish champs next year. It's the it's London. I do I do London every second year, so this would be the fourth second year if you like. So I quite like that cycle. Um, I've got a championship entry I can take up thanks to my great Aberdeen. So uh, yeah. <laughs> your great Aberdeen. Performance. Honestly, that's sad. That's how. That's the position I'm in. I'm relying on a great Aberdeen performance, at 73 minutes to get my championship. Because so, Boston wasn't quick enough, I didn't finish Frankfurt. So no, but surely, um, sure, surely you're. Uh, no, um, last year. Frankfurt. That's still. That probably still. Yeah. Yeah, that'll still be. That's. Still it's a year and a half, so you're fine. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're not. You're fine. Don't worry about that. You'll, you'll get in. Do you know what the other frustrating thing is? One, it's all venting here. Is but the other thing is because I never got to thirty, thirty-five k. I never really had to go deep. That we'll never know. I just the all the questions were. Oh, I wonder if I'm in shape. What can I do? We just don't know. Yeah, do you know what I mean? that's so, so frustrating. Like I don't yeah. know if I was in there. I think uh-huh. I. I honestly think I would have held it. I pushed on, but we don't know. Like we, you know, I, I may have blown up. I don't know what I did there. I just pressed a snapshot of your bed and <laughs> didn't mean to. It's just a camera shot that I'll, uh, I'll, I'll keep for, for years later. Yeah. When, you're, when you're talking about uh, your your DNF when you when you were going for 220 or bust. So, oh. Uh, yeah, oh man. Anyway, you, so. You know that... what? Like, it could, it, it could be a lot worse. Well, hopefully it's not. It can't be much worse, but it could be a lot worse. Yeah, you for know? sure. And I, um, I do appreciate that. And I, and and, I do know that. It's just. It's still, as I say, like what we like twenty eight hours ago or something, or something yeah. more than that. It's a bit... Anyway, we will see. I'm really, I really hope. My first thought is, I would, I really still want to be able to get in, run these districts at the end of the year, and that's like two months away. So hopefully, that should be alright and do a bit of actually get training again soon because I feel, I feel fit. I just don't want to lose that again, you know. Just you know, I, I would just keep doing what you can in terms of cross training and there. Uh... You know, you've got a you've got a wee membership ISV that you can use, and yeah. you know, get get we can go for a little aqua jog together and do all that you know exciting stuff. I think uh, I will do that, yeah, yeah, for sure. Check check out the new the new facilities, the new gym mm, nice. that, that's yeah. been up there. So get on the walk bike, uh, come to my spin class. You know, you, there's there's lots of lots of things. You know, lots of things to keep you motivated, and um, and and I suppose the good thing is for you, you've you've Fiona's in peak shape at the moment. It's yeah. not all, you know. Support, exactly. support her, and, and and she'll support you, and and that's why, you know, I I've, I've tend to do if I'm not in shape or 
you know, or Debbie's off. Like she's been supporting me quite a lot in the last few months, um, just with my training and things. And uh, it's been really, it's been so so exciting. Um, not exciting, but it's been it's been you know I've. I owe, I owe Debbie a lot for all the work she's been doing to to help me and to get me in in shape and and she's looking after Logan and, and or when I'm when I was training for the UTMB and things and and uh, so yeah but uh, do you know what you'll be so what I was saying about London in in, in April you know that that, that two twenty nine you might be fingers crossed you'll be in better shape than that because I personally think you're in you are in much better shape than you were last year. So yeah. you, know, you, you the, if you get a good block of training again, you're just gonna and okay, didn't get to do that marathon, but it doesn't mean that you can't go. Um, you know, you sure, can't yeah. set your sights higher than that, and you assume that you were in that shape because you wouldn't you wouldn't have been far off it based on your training and yeah. everything. And so, um, so yeah, we'll we'll see how things go, but uh, yeah, yeah, sorry, buddy. Sure. Um, it's a shit. Yeah, but it is. It is. So we'll see. But anyway, I'll, I'll be in a better mood next week. Kyle, how's your training been, mate? Uh, not, not, uh, not, not. I, I can't really. The, my training's not. It's been going okay. Like, <laughs> I've done much. I mean, I, I, uh, I think my first week proper week back is this week. I mean, I, I got my sessions in last week. Um, I was doing some shorter, faster stuff. I was doing hills on the Saturday, um, and then I was doing. What did I do on on the Wednesday? I think I was doing uh, what did I do? Kilometer reps. And then I was gonna say plus, I would I wouldn't know because you've got nothing on the on Strava on, the last I've, like nine days. He's so secretive now. <laughs> so secretive. It's it's uh, it's under secret because I don't like sharing my training in case people copy it and <laughs> beat me. No, that's not the case at all, folks. Um, I've got a I've got a wide load of sessions to uh, to upload, so um, it'll, it'll you, you know. Keep uh, keep refreshing the Strava feed in the next couple of days, and you'll you'll see it all come come out. Uh, one thing that I have been using though is uh, MyZone. I've got this MyZone belt from work that I've been using now. It doesn't. It's it's good and bad, but the the the, the benefits of it is it's a heart rate monitor essentially, and you can use it as a, a way of tracking your heart rate when you do workouts, and you okay. get you get workout points, and you're rewarded for your your MEPs. They're called. It's, it's basically called MEPs. Uh, metabolic equivalent something um okay. and uh metabolic equivalent points i think it is or something but anyway it's um we're doing an asv and everyone's oh, like okay. uh be, we're getting challenges and things like that so so i used it for the benny ultra and wiped everyone off the off the, the leaderboard which is quite funny nice. <laughs> like, what was that? Sure. It, you know most people's workouts are 100 met meps or something mine was like 900 and 50 meps and everyone's like what the hell were you doing on saturday you know so i was just running doing an ultra as you do you know so um yeah nice. people are, people nice are effort points okay effort nice. points there we go um so yeah so that that was yeah playing about with that my zone thing i mean i don't know i don't know how long i'll last using it but um but yeah i've i, I did a kind of longish run on the sunday uh what did i do i did about 13 40 13 miles or so um However, this is this is quite interesting. My first buggy run, I did my first buggy run with Logan on on the Sunday. Oh, cool! Uh, so that was quite exciting. So I was, um, but I was a little bit nervous. I mean, Debbie's been out with him before, but because he's still quite young, um, we don't use the the the, the, the sort of pram as such. The, the it's more the the car seat, so the car seat can go in the buggy, and then you can push him along. But um, so that's it's basically it's actually. So I, I went along the beach and, and ran along there because it's nice and flat. There's no potholes. It's really smooth. Um, so he was absolutely fine. But I couldn't keep up with the thing, you know. And mm. one way towards the fitty end, um, there was a. I, I was like, geez, I'm having the cat like trying to chase the buggy. And, <laughs> and I was like, why is it going? It's going so fast. Oh, wow. um, I couldn't believe it. Uh, I pumped up the tires and things like that. And then. I was like, this can't be right. Surely it's this is going to be an absolute, you know, the, the speed I can go in a, doing a marathon or a, a half marathon with a buggy would be amazing. And then I realized it was a windy day, Tom. Uh, so when I turned, I could hardly push it the other way. So, uh, I see. Yeah, oh, man. so, so I tell you, my, uh, my, my, my zone effort points were sky high going, <laughs> going, going back into the wind. Um, <laughs> So that was quite good. I mean, I didn't run 30 miles with the buggy, but I did about five miles of them, you know. Nice. Uh, 
So that was good. So that's uh, an an out in the back, out in the about buggy. Um, three wheels, big wheels. Um, quite yeah, it's really really comfortable using it. Um, and it's just a versatile buggy too, because you can stick the car seat on it. You can put different things on it. It's got lots of. It's got a rain cover. It's it's really smart. Um, so no, nah, it was a great um great investment for for Logan anyway. And the Debbie's been able to go out a few times and. When I'm when I'm at work with the buggy and do a couple of easy runs and things, so so it gets them out and about as well. It gets them out seeing the trees and the sights and smells. So I've, you know, that's been most of my my time really is a little bit of running here and there, looking after the wee man and uh, working away. So nice. Not not that much not 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 that much excitement, folks. Uh, we're we're relying on everyone else to give us your give us your fun stories and your your news and things like that. So. Well, in terms of, I guess, in terms of news, we actually there wasn't much racing action last week. But news-wise, there's a couple of interesting things. Firstly, we had Ailish McColgan, who broke her mum's Scottish 10-mile record. I don't know if you saw any of that. I I didn't watch the race, but I I, I am aware about the the time. Hell of a run. Fifty-one. What was it? Fifty-one forty. Some yeah, it's absolutely. She thinks she took twenty-four seconds off her mum's time. Absolutely amazing. And what I liked is it was great to see it was actually covered on BBC Sport as well in terms of as a headline. Yeah, 51, um, 51.36. And she's second on the British all-time list behind Paul Radcliffe now, who ran 51.11 in 2008. So, yeah, absolutely incredible. That's an, that's an incredible title. I mean, what, what's 51.38 for... Um, what's that going through? Is that not a 31 something for... Uh, going through the, the 10K... It's incredible. Up here. Where's my get that. Get. Oh, I've got it here. Hold on. Um, but yeah, so she beat she beat her mum's record. And how long was that standing for? That is since well, so Liz ran that in uh, 1997. So God, that's wow. 22 years. 22 years. Blame me. Jeez. Uh, right, I've got it. Oh no, wrong one. Did you find it? Uh, I'm on. Yeah, so it's 16.1k. So that is as a that's three twelve that's three twelve kilometers. So that's uh low thirty twos, I think. Three twelves, yeah, that will be yeah. Jeez, yeah, it would be about that. That's incredible. Yeah, so that's thirty-two o three, Ucha. In a ten-mile race, yeah, she's in really good shape. It's really good to see. So that, is, that is was that, really cool. Is that our last? So we've we've had Eilish on the show. Um, now it was a while a while back. Do you remember what episode it was? It you, well, you're not going to remember. I would say episode. I would say oh, yeah. thirty or forty. Yeah, I think it would have been about that actually. So yeah, have a listen to it, folks. If you're, I'm sure you're all interested in her story. And and she she she's got a really good blog as well. And uh, she's always on social media. So give her a follow and um, see how she gets on. Do you know, I think. Yeah. Ailish will run a really good marathon when the day comes. You just, I mean, if she's I, up, you've got that feeling. If she can hold up to training, you know, she, she said when she was on that she didn't do a huge amount of miles, but she, you know, she just seems to be transitioning to ten miles so well. If you can run a, I mean, not you, people can run a good ten mile and, and disintegrate in a marathon, but sure, if she but does she, the right, yeah. if she does the right training, then and 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 she's fallen. She's certainly following the footsteps of her mum. Then good guidance good support around her then there's no reason why she couldn't just you know smash out a fast uh a fast 10 mile there's a, there was also a couple of um of other races is it jenny nesbitt is she scottish uh, no. no i don't think so no, no okay so yeah yeah yes yeah, no i don't think she is but she's, she's certainly a decent runner but she was miles ahead of second and third uh i mean second place was veriti okenden 55-15 ahead of Jenny Nesbitt, 55-18. That's incredible. Mm, that's that incredible. Is, yeah. um, and and, and won this last year, the last, uh, and, and she took three minutes off her time. She's wow. Mental. But yeah, amazing. Congratulations to, uh, to Ailish. Um, she's, yeah, you're right, second on the British all-time list, Paula Radcliffe, 51-11. Not that, not that much really. Not, I know, not much in it at all. For for just over, just less than an hour's race. Um, it sounds like quite got... a solo run as well. I haven't, I didn't see it, but I've heard it's quite. It was a bit of a solo run she had. So yeah. Yeah, 
Yeah, um, and obviously the Scottish 5K record at Doha, 14:46. So, uh, it'd be interesting to know is that is that her um, taking a little bit of a break or? But that, that's it is a discussion for you, Tom. So if you're if you're absolutely flying, do you do you keep going or do you have a break? What do you do? I think if you if it depends if you've been on if you're flying because you're at the end of a long season. And you've, or you're really, you've had, you're flying, but you've had a long season, and you and you have races in say the spring or this, you know, midwinter. You want to run up well at. You might want to back it off for a wee bit just to, you know, let your or not, you know, let your body uh, sort of swallow some of the training, as it were. Maybe, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I just uh, maybe I, I think that's what she's planning and doing. Yeah, she's going to take a well-earned holiday. I think. Um, which is fine, I suppose you would, wouldn't you? You know, you you just reset and then you go back to it. Um, but yeah. I've always I've always thought, you know, I mean, maybe not the shape I'm in, but if I have a really good spell, you want to take advantage of it as much yeah. before before it goes or before something happens, like you get a, an injury. Or, but you also need to get, you know, it could be her physical well-being could be she, she's also in, in great form, great shape. Um, but it's, it's probably your mind that that gets tired and when your mind gets tired you lose interest the excitement goes a little bit so yeah. i've always i've always thought you when it comes to you know if you're in, it's always look for things that keep you in the game you know in, in the running game in terms of events and in training so uh yeah better it'll be exciting to see what our plans are for next year and yeah for uh, sure see where that takes her um so other i suppose other Top news. We had um, keeping it with the, the local stars as such, or uh, the Scottish stars of endurance running in the world that we're in. Uh, we had Andy Butcher again, yes. another another interview of the of the show. Uh, he was one of our first interviews, wasn't he? He was, yeah. Um, so part of the Yellow Train, the Central AC. So he was. What, uh, was it? It was an absolute Yellow Train on Sunday, uh, Saturday at Stirling. Wasn't it just? So we had our man Andy Butcher. Um, Coming home, first place in the East District, you know, the East League cross country in Stirling, um, and we had Jamie Crow of Central again, uh, a little bit behind, I think about twenty seconds, and then we had our man Alistair Hay, another interview of the show. Um, so that was the uh, Central AAC bringing the bringing the team prize home there. So you've you got to say kudos to Butcher. I've got a huge amount of respect for the fact that he's a world class athlete now. And he's turning out of the East League while he's home. I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah, I'm good. sure it might, you know, it might be better for him to do a a, specific, a particular session or something. But so, what a top lad! Puts yeah. on the central vest and runs East League, not district championships, not a national release. The East League. I mean, good on him. Absolutely yeah. legend. It's brilliant, I mean, isn't it? Yeah. I understand it's... that. I understand Lindsay Sharp was with him. His his uh, his fiance was there, and they were posing for photos and all that, which is great. I mean, it's really great for young athletes who go to these league fixtures to see guys like him turning out. And it must be great for like Jamie Crow as well to, to have that sort of, um, to have someone like Butcher back to chase. You know, it's really cool. I, I remember when uh, when I was, you know, a, a junior and seeing the likes of Andrew Lemoncello and uh, Bobby Quinn, all these top guys, oh, yeah. Chris Robinson, um, just some, some, you know, Scottish greats, uh, just in, in, in your junior going, these are the top guys, and you look up to them like they're God, you know, in, in the running world. And, uh, and and I'm sure the juniors are doing the same thing. So, yeah, kudos to, to Andy and, and Lindsay for, for going along and representing the, the grassroots of our sport, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so, that so was, yeah. Anyway, sorry, on you go. So, yeah, on, I suppose keeping with the theme of these leagues in terms of results, um, we also had the senior women were racing too. So we had Olivia Verrell uh, from Falkirk, Victoria Harriers, 23-36. Closely two seconds in it. Emma Gill, uh, also a junior, um, coming second in the, the senior women's race, 23-38. And, and not far behind was Sarah Tate of Last Wade, uh, 23-45. So the the actual the senior ladies race was, was quite um, quite close. <coughs> And Edinburgh AC were AC were the, the the winners of the team event. So congratulations to those guys yeah. and gals. Solid. So other results, a little bit less glamorous, a little bit closer to us. Not quite an Andy Butcher uh, or a um, Elish McColgan showing up, but it was the Loch Kinnaird 10K, which is a, 
a really nice 10k up these this way. It's sort of largely uh, sort of trail. It's it's uh, it's a very it's a cool route. Um, that was won by Andy King unattached in 37.22. Second place Stuart Pringle of Deeside Runners in 38.06, and in third place was Stephen Waters from Stonehaven Running Club 39.10. I think Stephen might be a listener. Um, on the female side, I'm going to have to scroll to find the females. The it was a win for Sally Wallace, Deeside Runners in 43.11. Second place Julie Hoyle, Jog Scotland Contour, 45.08, and third place Kay Davies, Jog Scotland Contour as well, 45.43. Well done, wow. folks. I'm looking at this. Uh, you've put on the link the Dramathon. Now I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna chat about it because it just sounded like a bit of a whiskey race in there. The price of it kind of scared me and, and but I'm looking at the the times so the dramathon the marathon there. Uh, the winner was Stuart Livingston. So he's one of our he's, he's one a, of the he's a ranter listeners, isn't he? He's a ranter. He's, he's a ranter. He's, he's destroyed. He's, he's destroyed the field in two forty one. So, jeez. He wasn't. He wasn't drinking any whiskey. No, I, I'd love to know the, the the race, but if you're drinking whiskey, Stuart, then that's a cracking time for 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 doing something like that. But um, let us know if you want your weight in whiskey. That's what that's what I want to know. Um, so Lee Lee Muir, you were a wee bit behind, but never nevertheless, uh, uh, two fifty eight. Alex Hamilton, first vet, third overall, Basington and Mid Hants AC, two fifty eight. There's a lot of different, uh, you know, a lot of non-club runners and um, a lot of uh, international runners taking part in this race. So, is that the cowbell, was it? No, it wasn't. That's my phone. Sorry, going off. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, and then there was a half marathon that was taking place. Uh, okay. Guernsey, you see, with club member Christian Gilman, 120.35. Wade Cormack, HBT, 123. Tim Jones, Ken Ross, 124. And um, sorry, I haven't even got, I've even spoke about the ladies in the marathon, so I'll just go back down and, and check that out. Yep, so our first fe- female senior was Sarah Atwood in 319, Sky and Lachalsh. Kellyanne Muir, Kirkcaldy Wizards, there you go, is that nice. one of your clubs, is it? Aye, well, uh, my dad, yeah. uh, shout out to my dad, he's a Kirkcaldy Wizard. Is he? Yeah. Jeez, oh. Geez, oh. Uh, <laughs> Shona Young, uh, female vet, Lovian Running Club, in 3.36. So there's your, uh, your ladies' um, top three there. And then in your, your ladies' half, we had... Uh, give me one second, folks. Right, we, where are you? Yep, so your Lindsay Fraser, Edinburgh Athletics Club, 1.30. Your second lady was Lucy Marshall, Edinburgh Athletics Club, 1.33. And Catherine Watson. Unattached in one thirty-three forty-eight, a few seconds behind second. Uh, so that's that. That's your your results, Tom. So yeah, the drama. Yeah, cool. Have a we we look at that one time. Indeed, yeah, it's a cool event. So yeah, as Cal says, results-wise, that's it. Um, it was a pretty quiet weekend. I think it'll, we've said the Amsterdam Marathon this, but um, we're gonna I think this weekend it'll pick up. We've got the National Cross relays. Um, which are coming up we've got there's a bunch of things I just noticed a wee result here now one of our listeners John Hammond so he was doing uh, he, I think he said he was doing a marathon as well I've just checked it on Facebook so he uh, Carnethy Hill Racing he, he ran a 2.34 so um, nice. at the Yorkshire Marathon that's one I would like to do oh, actually was that, was that the weekend was it yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. I see the the results look quite quick um, 2.20 low 2.20ish so yeah, maybe one for, and I know a couple of people of us uh, we know have ran that. Um, Caroline um, Milne also ran it. Oh, so okay. uh, Caroline Milne is uh, one of, the, I would, I'm going to say one for her age. She's one of the top uh, endurance runners for her age in the world. Um, now I'm not just saying that. Like looking at her times, her 5K times, or her marathon times. Uh, so she ran a 3:19. Um, and I'm sure she's um, what what age is Caroline? She's in her mid fifties. Then I don't I would, want to say. I would want to guess on, a, on the podcast, mate. I, I don't I don't know if she she listens, but she's certainly in her uh, mid fifties anyway. So um, yeah, it's, it's, oh here we go. Uh, so F sixty. That's a that's a lie. So this is F sixteen. She runs a three nineteen. Um, second uh, in her 
category as well. So well done to Carolyn. I don't think you listened, but um, kudos to that that result. That's a one. That's a standout result for me uh, in terms of the marathon distances. And we spoke about Chris Richardson as well. One of the listeners of the show. A, a cheeky little one eleven. Yeah, really good run. And yeah. to be fair, to be fair to Chris, that half marathon, the last like I don't know three miles of it, it looks like they were. I mean, I was on the side of the course. It was a shambles. So we haven't overtake and lap the five hour marathoners so really not conducive at the end to I think he would have lost a little bit of time in the in the last bit of the race so yeah really good run from him awesome and uh, what about Chris's uh, better half was so was yeah so done? yeah shout out Kirsty Mitchell she was running in uh, in Amsterdam the marathon she didn't have her didn't have her best run I think she would admit herself she was um, I think she was 317 or 318 and Kirsty's Got a, it's a PB of three thirteen, so she's she's uh she's capable of going quicker than that. Um, actually, while we're on, on the Amsterdam, I'm just going to bring up the results because there was quite a few. I'm going to scroll through them because there was a few Scots kicking about that I uh that I was aware of. One guy gave me a shout actually, and it was a canvas lang vest. I'm not sure. Uh, the problem is I don't have the clubs on here. I'm not sure who it would be. I'm just sort of looking at the sort of two. 25 bracket because he was ahead of me in an out and back section and I assume he would have run like low 220 anyway I can't find it but shout out to all the Scottish guys Alan um, Al Myers who's an Inverclyde runner I saw him at the start Al's a good lad he he um, he was I think 240 I think he ran 241 something like that but Al is uh, uh, he's been a, a bit of time out and that's not very not at all his sort of uh Best time he'll be. I think he'll probably be out down in London as well, uh, smashing a, a sub two thirty train. So yeah, good on him. Ah, good um, on you, mate. And we had another two Toms from Metro. We had Tom Doney who ran two thirty eight, um, which is a big PB for him. He's of course shares a coach with Kyle and Tom Martin, uh, also a good friend and listener of the show, who ran two fifty two for a PB. Uh, I think Tom is in better Fantastic. shape than that. I think he's in better shape, but yeah, that's uh, it's good to see a few Scots actually finishing the the Amsterdam Marathon. Ah, it's been, uh, it was also the elite guys. They were pretty quick too, weren't they? There's a yeah, lot of two right, fives yeah. and oh man, I was it's it's gone very you know one one of the events you know two five back in the day was amazing. You don't really hear much about uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know two five is just the norm for these guys now, eh? Um, the thing but, is, it's a quick. Mm. It is a quick course. Like you know, it's flat. Um, there's, yeah, it's flat, and there's a lot of, uh, there's you know, a lot of nice wide roads. There's good support. You know, I, I can't fault it really. There's, I thought the start was a bit um, convoluted getting out the stadium. So many people in the way. I mean, I, I was in the front pen, and I couldn't believe how many people I was having to navigate past in the first kilometer. Um, oh really? Yeah, I mean, it slowed me down. But sorry. It, it, in a good way to slow me down because my plan was to run 335s for the first 10k my first k split was 335 so I, I it was not an issue at all for me but it was just a bit it was pretty hectic I would I think it would be better um, starting it on the road to be honest rather than in the stadium and just finishing the stadium um, but yeah go race I would I won't be back because I'm just done with it but <laughs> I would rec- I would uh, I would recommend if people want to run a quick marathon. It's only a flight away from most Scottish cities, so yeah. Worth uh, looking at. Yeah, dearie me. Okay, well let's let's not talk about it anymore, eh? No, we won't. I'll rant on. I'll rant on a different subject. So if we move on to races, right? So this weekend, mm. it's the National Cross Country Champs on Saturday. Yes. On Sunday is the East District Half Marathon Championships. Also on Sunday is the Leeds Abbey Dash, a race that Scotland has traditionally sent teams to. And it, let's be honest, it's a fast ten k. Scottish athletes are going to want to go to it. This sort of fixture congestion is ridiculous. Now, I'm sure there's good reason for it, and I, I, maybe I should ask Scottish athletics why it is. Uh, maybe I will send them an email. I just, I'm really frustrated. We've got athletes at our club who don't want, who are so-called cross-country, sorry, my phone keeps going on, so-called cross-country addicts who are now, um, who are not doing it because they want to go to the, the East District Champs. Now, the East District Half Champs is going to be weakened because... You've got most of the decent athletes are going to go to the uh, National Cross on the Saturday, which is a shame. And I just think there's so many weekends in the year. There's so many other halves. Should they just award these district champs to, I don't know, Aberdeen or 
the or the Kakodi half, so, you know, a different race. To have having it on the same weekend as the National Cross is really poor, I think. Yeah, I didn't realise that. That is, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a congested fixture list these days, but to have both on the, the same weekend is slightly odd. Um, maybe it was an oversight. One One's already booked in, then the other one, you go, ah, oh, who knows? Um, I suppose some people don't road run and some people don't do cross country and, and vice versa. But at the sharp end, they do both, mate. Let's be yeah. honest. At the sharp yeah. end, they do both. If you're running, the type of folk who are, not, maybe not the juniors and the track guys, but the type of club runners who are going to do the 4K cross to turn out for their club, they are, like, they would probably want to mix it in a half. And I think it's, uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm off on this one, but I, I just think it's a bit, you're asking people to choose. What, which is what, not, which is well, not I, I think you're right. I, I agree what you're saying, but, I also think um, you could have it on a different day, but are you going to get the standard of a East District League or a Scottish Cross Country cool. and East District uh, half marathon champs? Yeah, I, fair. Like, I, I, you look I, at the results. Yeah. That, um, like some of the winners are, I mean, I'm not no disrespect to the winners of the races, but like they're winning it in 71, 69, 68. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't got the results in front of me, but you're not getting, you're not getting your 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 top fast guys you'll get maybe one or two but you're not going to get the depth that you'll you'll get at the relays or the the the, the abbey dash and um so maybe it's just like well if you want to do it do it but uh it, I, yeah i know it, it doesn't help it doesn't help the the depth of the race no um but so i that, also think yeah. that people if you want to win championships your your athletes have to decide whether or not they're going to run it and they, they, they appreciate the championship races. Because I, 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 I see some of the results now, no disrespect, but I think there was one of the district championships, it was a half marathon, and, and the second place was, and again, no disrespect to the second place, you've got to be in it to win it. Um, yeah. mid, mid to late 70 minutes, and that was a senior man, and I'm like, mm, it's not a championship, it is a championship, but it's... Um, I just think there's so many races, like, and this is even it's so many not just races, but so many disciplines of 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 running, which we, which I suppose we're fortunate to have that we've got opportunities to do things like these district cross country championships, to the Scottish Trail Championship short course, to the the Scottish Ultra Trail Championships, to the Scottish Ultra 100 kilometer, to the Scottish 800 meter Championships, to the Scottish 10 10k championships in Stirling to the 10,000 meters on the track. It's like this is such a there's so many championships. So yeah, but you know, you I, know. so we've got quite, there are quality races in the in the uh, in the country. Why not just say right? Do you know what the the Great Scottish Run will incorporate national and district championships and hand out the medals there. I I, I don't think. I don't think making the district championships, East District Championships at Jedburgh on the same, and let's be honest, Jedburgh, East Districts, are you kidding me? So Jedburgh yeah. on the same day as, or the same weekend, sorry, as the National Champs, I don't think that will boost the numbers at Jedburgh. Because to be honest, any any club person, any anyone who sort of club, sort of, you know, secretary, captain, whatever, are banging the drum for National. So I'm banging the drum trying to round up athletes for the National. And I've got them saying, oh, I can't because I'm going to Jedburgh. Now that's you know yeah. when when you know which we really are trying to push cross country as a and get numbers to it. It's a day out. It's it contributes to the sport in the country. And it's I just think you know they should be I don't know. It's it's a shame is is all I'm all I think. And it it could have been avoided by putting it at any one any one of many half marathons through the summer in the east districts. Yeah, there's there's a lot of half marathons out there. So now I I agree with you. I think you're you're right enough there. So. But anyway, so that's just a bit of a rant. And we've we talked about race scheduling before, and I, I get it. It must be a very difficult thing to do. One thing that's come up that we are that's interesting is, so next October, um, we've got the Loch Ness Marathon and the Great Scottish Run is on the same day. The Stirling Marathon is the next week. You know, there's, I think I would love to get a bit more insight in the... In, is, there a conversa- is, is there a conversation at our level where fixture planning is looked at, or is everyone doing their own thing? I mean, I'm involved... And you're involved in, in some race organisation, and maybe is there a should race organisers speaking more to 
Nash, two Scottish legs to understand how the fixture list is is balanced. I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, it, if I was a race organizer, you know, as a, in a not even commercial, just just have a look at what what's around when you pick your date. Why, why, what could be your clashes and what could be your competition? Because mm. if you're I mean, they can some you know, race, races can live in you know, some of the the profit making ones can live in harmony if and, and yeah. runners will runners will will decide to potentially choose both of them. Um, so uh, you know, a perfect example is uh, your your great Scottish run. You do a half, then you do go and do a marathon. If you've, yeah. you've got them both in the same day, then that's a bit daft. You're you're already you know, and equally you know your your Loch Ness 10k. And the great, is yeah. it the great Scottish run? Yeah, they're both on the same. People will do both of those, so why have them on the same day? Yeah, it's a shame. I, yeah. Actually, so if you're doing the Loch Ness Marathon next year, it's not obvious what half you would do a tune up. Um, no, no I, I think you're absolutely right. It's uh, it's a, especially when there's, yeah, I think it's it, especially when it's a national when you start talking about national champs as well, because that's things like the Great Scottish is such a great event, and national, you know, national cross country champs is such a great event as well. It's a shame. If events clash, and just to be clear, I'm not taking anything away from the athletes. Neither of us are the athletes that are running at district championships. We're saying they just shouldn't clash. You should be able to do to do both, and we want to see the everyone out running and racing together. So exactly, yeah. running running together hand in hand. Exactly. Speaking of Scottish athletics, I've signed up. I'm going to the national club conference on the 23rd of November. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, I'm going to go down geez. for it. When are you going? 23rd of November. I've uh, I'm going. I've I've chosen my two um, uh, sort of uh-huh. parts of the program. I'm I'm keen to go to. One is essentially AC. You're talking about there. It's like uh, building for competition or something. And then um, there's a a guy from a founder of Iger Performance, Guy Richardson. He's going to be talking about um, um, some building performance teams and stuff. I think so. Yeah, really. Oh, nice. really yeah, quite right. excited to see yeah. that and see if there's anything we can take back to to good old Metro. Try to inject some. Life into the old dog. <laughs> well, we could put it on the TRS tab, will we? I'll come along too. And uh, yeah, it's free, mate. Get is it wrong. free? Is it? It's a free oh. conference. Yeah. Is, is that where we're gonna we could, some guest speakers there? We could line up a few of the cent the the central belters. Actually, that's a good point. Yeah, I see the Robert, Derek, and Calm Hawkins are um, are going to be speaking as well. So yeah, that's uh yeah twenty third. Check your calendar, mate. I'm going. I'm. I'm definitely going down. I'm really looking forward to it. First sort of, sort of event like that I've got involved in. Our clubs, if I'm honest, we've not really been so great at jumping and getting involved in these sort of things. So I think it's good that we're um, good to send someone down. Yeah, well, I think that sounds exciting. Um, well, that, we did say that we would go down and, and uh, you know hassle some of the, the central <laughs> belters. So uh, that could be a perfect opportunity. Yeah. We'll just take our little snowball with us and, uh, and off we trot, eh? Indeed. How does that sound? It sounds. That sounds like a good yeah. shout. Well, well. On that note, I think we're we're done, aren't we? I, I think, think we are. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what we'll do then is we will um, we will leave it there, folks. And uh, I'm going to try and cheer Tom up, and I'm sure all all everyone else will. And uh, really, really hope you get that knee sorted, and it's not nothing too serious. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll hopefully catch up with you. We'll be all next week. Um, in terms, just before we go, in terms of races this weekend, I don't know if there's that much happening other than what we've already spoke about. Um, is there anything else, Tom? I don't. Th- I think there's a couple of marathons. There's the Frankfurt Marathon this weekend, which I'm envious. That I really enjoyed that as well. So shout out to Kenny Wilson who's running that. We look forward to see what Kenny runs. Uh, I think Steph Twell's running that. Sean Fontana's running that. So really excited to see how those guys go. All, all think, of which, other than Steph Twell, are interviews of the show. I know. Steph Twell, is, I would say, is in our top three list that we want to get on the show. So um, I think we, we were, we're going to let her get this race out of the way. And I'm, sh- I'm 100% sure she doesn't listen. But we'll get, <laughs> once she's got a race out, we'll maybe harass her. Um, it's the Leeds Abbey Dash this weekend. Fee's running. She so is. That's, that's exciting. That's this weekend. Sta- yep, it's a bit of a stack field there. She's looking forward to racing that. Um... What else have we got? It's the Dublin Marathon this weekend. Uh, our man Tom Roach is running that. So look forward to see uh, how, he's, how he goes. So yeah, it's a, there's a really deep into marathon season now. There's, there's a lot a lot, a lot lot happening then, eh? There is. And shout, yeah, and uh, I see it was the Toronto Marathon. See Cal Neff 
Metro Runner t- ran 220. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, amazing. Was I know. it Toronto one? Toronto, Ooh, yeah. I know. Shifting. Wow. Maybe well, add that uh, to the list. Well, that was... Uh, it must have been that session I did with him. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> or the session that we both did with him. Eight, that, by, eight, eight by two minutes. That's oh, all right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that, that's a great result for, for Calm. Well, we're going to get Calm on the show when he's... Uh, when he's back, back, so yeah. um, it'd be interesting to, to chat about chat chat with him about his training and things. So, yeah, congratulations. Mm. Right. Well, on that note, then Tom, I'll leave you to it, and uh, I'll I'll speak to you later on in the week, and we'll see Indeed. you guys. We'll see the rest of the listeners next week too. We'll see you next week with a, a more positivity to bring to the table next week. <laughs> That's it. Okay. Bye. Later, bye. <laughs>